One of the most rewarding experiences that I've been told people have done was building a new home. I haven't done that yet. I know a lot of you have. But today we're going to discuss where to start. Do you buy a block of land? Do you buy a shack? Do you renovate? Do you knock it over? Let's get into it. My name's Glenn James and you're listening to my Millennial Daily. All right, so Priya B has sent in this question. She said, building a home, where to start if you've already got the land? What's the first step and some of the things to consider? Now, just on that prayer, I wanted to spice it up just a little bit and assume that there is an existing shack on that bit of land. And the reason why, Shelley, you bought a home that you've renovated. Yep. John, you bought a shack that you knocked over. Yes. So, let's talk about why we did each scenario. So, talk us through, Shell, your situation and why you decided to renovate as opposed to completely start again on a flat bit of land. Yeah. So, there was a few reasons. Budget was a big factor. So, if we were to do a full knockdown and rebuild, it probably would have cost us another, I don't know, 400k maybe. Wow. Maybe, maybe not. Um, It would have cost us a lot more than we had available and also the existing part we could work with. So we just went with let's do a reno and we probably spent about a bit over 200K on that and we loved the area. So we did look at the time whether there were other houses around that we could actually do a full build, but we thought the school, the local school we love. So that was a big guiding decision as well. John, what was your logic behind knocking over that house. Yeah, it's interesting. It's just made me think for a first time in quite a while about this. I think there's three things. There was um, the position that the house was on the block and how practical it was to renovate and is that maximising the space um, for for a family that's growing. Um, The condition of the the house in its in its original format, nothing had been improved in a million years, uh, and also where everything was actually positioned in the house. So, where's the bathroom? Where's the kitchen? Where's the practicalities of that? And how easily can we extend that? So, because designs have changed in the last forty years. Yeah, that's right. And there was a little add-on there that didn't work, and it was just it was just easier to bowl it. But mm. there's there's a lot more considerations, as Shell you mentioned around lending and um, how much you want your mortgage to be for lifestyle purposes. Yeah. Now, in terms of Priya's question about where to start, basically once the block was cleared, and I know you can kind of assume that if you're doing a knockdown and rebuild, most builders will take care of that. But in terms of if you had friends that were in demolition and they said, oh, John, we'll come and clear the block for you. So the block's cleared. Yeah. Like what's Priya doing? She's got the land. Yes. Like, what is she considering? Is it just a matter of looking at different builders online? Like, what's the process? Yeah, so I might actually go back a step if I may. If she already had the house on there, she was looking at renovation or building, first thing I would do was look at designs, look at your lending capabilities and look at building quotes and get all those three in line to begin with because where a lot of people go wrong is the architect draws something up. That's great. I love that. We go to the the builder and say, right, quote on this. And then we go to the lender and like, hang on, we can't borrow that amount. So we now have to go right back to square one and, and revise the plans. So that's the first part of that. Um, and don't get 
a demolition done until you've got council approval on the build you want to build on. Like there's, if you demolish the house, all of a sudden your plans don't get approved. Mm. What do you do now? We've just got a block of land. But uh, yeah, essentially once you've got a demo completed, your build's already locked in, your finances is confirmed, then essentially your, your builder goes to work with their peers. I think if we're talking about reno or build, one of the good parts for us about the renovation was that we kept, we lived in there while we mm. did it. Because what did you do when you were building? Yeah, well, we're still in the midst of building some 12 months later. So thankfully, we've got a uh, unbelievable mother-in-law and, uh, and it's been a little bit easier process for us. But yeah, you're right. For a lot of people, it's like, okay, I've got to rent mm. as well as cough up the running costs of the, of the reno or the build. So are we all kind of agreeing the lending is a big component, at least get some pre-approval of your situation? Like, Shell, did you get many different quotes for yeah. a build once you had the designs drawn up? Yeah, so I think we did, the order was we got the amount from the bank, so we, we got told how much we had available, then we went to the architect and then we got three quotes. And they didn't actually, there was probably like a, only a variation of around like 40K between them. So it wasn't a big one, but we went with one that was more expensive because we liked the builder better. Um, so it wasn't a cost decision. It was more, who do we want? Because we had them in our house for, mm. I was pregnant. So it was like six months and it was just really stressful process. Yeah. 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 So yeah, that, and that's a great order to go. Like lending absolutely first. And then, right, what builder is going to fit our requirements there and what design, how far do we want to take this renovation and away we go. We'll be back right after this because there may be one thing that Priya needs to consider if she has a block of land in a new estate. Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. One final consideration that people may not be aware of if they are looking at blocks of land, particularly in a new housing estate, in the land contracts, there may be covenants that say, hey, if you build a house, it can't be bright purple. They've all got to look in this type of color scheme. So that's just one thing that you need to look at. And John, any other considerations for new blocks of land? Yeah, look, I, I suppose I have always have my investor hat on and I, I like to look at what's it going to look like as the end product. So how many owner-occupiers are in the street or, or the, the estate, how are they selling that from a development point of view? And I almost want to be the worst house in, the, in, an, in a new street, um, not the best house in that street potentially. So that's the investor hat mindset, I suppose. And Shell, any final things that you would do over if you went down this road once more? Oh, yeah. Well, the main thing I would recommend for Priya is make sure you document all the stuff that you're sending to your builder because there was heaps of things that like there was errors and stuff and everything that I had documented, I was like so onto it with the details and I could go back and go, no, we all agreed on this. You need to come back in and fix that. And that was awesome. Well done. 
So there you have a prayer. Congratulations on having a block of land. But for me, listening to Shell and John, it really was setting your own expectations first with what you can borrow. And when we're building or renovating, things come out of the woodwork. So my encouragement would be, don't be borrowing and living right on the line. Allow a margin of error, maybe 10%. Couldn't agree more, Glenn. Things literally come out of the woodwork. Oh, I love it. (laughs) You're listening to My Millennial Daily. My Millennial Daily is produced by My Millennial Money, also available on Spotify.